service. We are on week 2 of our Kingdom series. Last week, kung maalala nyo, we talked about that the Kingdom of God is more than just the church. It's not a place more than the people, but it is where Jesus rules and reigns. At alaman natin na si Jesus, gumagamit siya ng mga parables para ihalin tulad ang kaharian ng Diyos sa mga pangkaraniwang na bagay para mas magets natin. Ang isang parable ay isang uh, storya na nakikita ng isang ordinaryong hudyo sa kanyang pang-araw-araw na buhay pero meron tong hidden or mas malalim na lesson na involved. Kasi napakalawak ng konsepto ng kaharian ng Diyos. We are going to read from Matthew 13 verses 31 to 33. He put another parable before them saying, The kingdom of heaven is like a grain of mustard seed that a man took and sowed in his field. It is the smallest of all seeds, but when it has grown, it is larger than all the garden plants and becomes a tree so that the birds of the air come and make nests in its branches. He took them another parable. The kingdom of heaven is like leaven that a woman took and hid in three measures of flour until it was all leaven. Panginoon, pinapanalangin po namin na buksan niyo po ang aming puso at isip sa salita niyo. In Jesus' name, Amen and Amen. Bago tayo magpatuloy, meron ako isang salita na gusto ko matutunan natin pareho at ito ang salitang paradox. O sa Tagalog ay kabalintunaan. Yan, nakakabulol na konti, no? Paradox. Anong ibig sabihin ng paradox? Ang definition ng paradox ay a statement that is difficult or impossible to understand because it has two different and sometimes opposing facts. Kumbaga, para siyang contradiction, hindi tugma. Sabi mo ganito, sabi mo ganyan, pero pwede silang pagsamahin? Medyo weird yun, na. At alam nyo ba yung konsepto ng kingdom ni God? Okay, o yung kaharihan ng Diyos? Ang daming paradox dito. Example na lang. Least will be the greatest. The first will be the last. Upside down world ang kingdom ni God. Paradoxical ang kingdom ni God. Alam mo, sa buhay din natin, meron din tayong mga ginagawang medyo may pagka-paradoxical eh. Medyo parang contradicting. May kilala ba kayo na malamig na nga? Naka-airco na, naka-electric pan ka pa. Wow! May kilala ba kayo? Busog ka na nga, kain ka pa ng kain. Meron ba sa inyo dito? Wala ka na ng pera, pero bili ka pa rin ng bili. Medyo paradoxy ka, parang di mo gets. Akala ko ba malamig, pero bakit naka-electric pan ka pa? Akala ko ba wala kang pera, ba't kumakain ka pa rin? The first shall be the last. The greatest should be the servant of all. Anong ibig sabihin niya? Napaka-paradoxical niyan. At yung parable na binasa natin, in fact, in a way, implies the paradoxical nature of the kingdom. If we want big impact, it starts with the small things. At yun yung binasa natin. Sabi doon, meron daw isang buto, a mustard seed. Sa time ng Bible, yung mustard seed, ang isa sa mga pinakamaliit na buto na meron sila. In fact, sobrang liit yan, mga 1 to 2 millimeters lang siya. Ayun, yung parang tuldok ng aking daliri lang. Mas malaki pa yung pimple natin. <laughs> At itong mustard seed na to, pag tinanim mo daw, sabi dyan, actually hindi siya puno, isa lang siyang plant. Pero meron, kaya niya itong lumaki ng sobrang laki, mga 10 to 15 feet. Imagine mo yon, isang halaman to, hindi nga ito puno. Pero kaya niya lumaki ng 10 to 15 feet. Sabi ni Jesus, ang kaharihan ng Diyos ay parang mustard seed, maliit. <laughs> parang hindi mo mapapansin, maapakan mo, baka nga matapon mo pa. Pero sabi niya, Tinatanim to, inaalagaan, at may kakayahan tong lumaki. At yung mga ibon sa paligid ay pupunta dito. You know, it's, it's just amazing how 
God makes big things start from small things. Kumbaga, big things from small beginnings. At marami tayong nakitang ganyang example. Mga malalaking bahay nagsimula sa mga maliliit na hollow blocks. Tayong mga tao nagsimula sa dalawang microscopic cells na nagsama. Small. Maliit. Alam mo sa mundo natin ngayon, ayaw natin ng maliit. Gusto natin malaki, gusto natin mabilis. Mas maraming pera, mas malaking kumpanya, mas malaking bahay, mas magarbong kotse, big, grand. Ayaw natin ng maliliit, ayaw natin ng mga mukhang insignificant. But in the sovereignty of God, He starts off from the small things. Itong mga maliliit na butong to, the mustard seeds are planted into the field. Small, but it's not just small. There are small things, small contributions done in the field. Last week, yun yung topic natin, yung field natin. And what happens from these small contributions? Sabi dito, it grows over time. Because small contributions can make a big impact. Ang isang buto, pag tinanim mo, pag inalagaan mo, pag tama ang lupa, tama ang mga kondisyon, lalaki rin ito. Alam niyo si Ate Genyo, yung wife ko, no? Etong ECQ, mas lalo niyang kinarir ang pagtatanim. So, nung huling mga ilang linggo lang o ilang araw, bumili siya ng mga maraming buto. Buto ng lettuce, tapos ngayon lang meron siyang nakatanim na bawang, may nakatanim siyang sibuyas. Um, ngayon, kakatry niya lang, nagtatry siyang magpatanim ng kamote. Tapos, ine-explain sa akin na asawa ko na yung bawang pala, no? Um, ngayon kasi, tumutubo na siya. Pero sabi niya, after 10 months pa daw, pwede itong anihin o magkaroon ng harvest para makain. Imagine mo, yung iniisip ko agad, gusto ko kumain, kainin na yung bawang, makakatipid kami. Kasi may libreng bawang na dito sa labas lang namin. Pero sabi niya, hindi lang siya agad-agad na ganun. At sa mundo natin, ganun yung gusto natin agad. Pag may problema, palitan agad yung leader. Pag walang pera, bigyan agad ng pera. Gusto natin malaki, gusto natin mabilis. Gusto natin yung sagot agad. Gusto natin ng ani. Gusto natin ng harvest. Pero itong mustard seed, tinatanim daw. And it takes time, but it will grow. The kingdom of God is like that as well. It may look small, maliit, parang hindi napapansin. Pero pag inalagaan mo to over time, these small contributions, these small things can make a big impact. At yung impact na to, hindi lang para doon sa nagtanim. Sabi doon sa nabasa nating verse, yung mga ibon daw comes towards it and find shelter in it. The reality is, these small contributions, yung kingdom ni God, will grow and it will affect not just us, but everyone in the world. Christian man o hindi. Another parable that Jesus mentioned, similar to the parable that we just read, ay yung tinatawag natin na leaven or yeast. Kumbaga, ito yung tinatawag natin na pampaalsa. Gaya ng mga mustard seed, maliit din ito eh. Hindi mo rin ito napapansin eh. In fact, pag magkasama yung arena at magkasama tong leaven or yeast at magkasama yung sugar husk, para sa akin, pare-pareho lang siya. Si Ate Genyo rin, nagtatry mag-bake. Tapos ine-explain niya sa akin. Tapos sinabi niya nga, nung nagsisimula kasi siya mag-bake, hindi siya gumagamit ng yeast o pampaalsa. So, yung mga bread namin, medyo flat lang. Hindi, hindi siya... Hindi siya hindi siya lumalaki. Pero nung naalala ko yung unang beses na nag-try siyang gumamit ng yeast o pampaalsa, pagkatapos siyang gamitin yon, okay, tinabi niya muna, tapos pagkatapos nun, nagulat ako, lumaki talaga siya. 
Sabi ni Jesus, yung kingdom ni God ay parang leaven or yung yeast na ginagamit pang paalasa. Ngayon sa Bible, pag tininan mo yung leaven o yung yeast, minsan ginagamit siya in a negative way. Kasi yung mga ganyang bagay, um, hindi natin napapansin pero ina- naapektuhan na pala yung, yung tinapay okay, na ginagawa mo. Sa buhay natin, may mga ilang bagay na maliliit sa buhay natin. Maling paniniwala, immorality, impurity, minsan yung mga malilita bagay na yan nakaka-apekto sa atin. At sa Bible, pag tingnan mo, most of the time, ganun ang reference pagdating sa leaven. Pero, pagdating kay Jesus, ginamit niya yung salitang leaven in a positive way, pertaining to the power of the kingdom of God. How it slowly transforms us. Small changes in our lives na minsan hindi nakikita ng mga tao sa paligid natin yung mga malilit na pagbabago. Nung hindi mo pakilala si Jesus, nung wala ka pang relationship sa Kanya. Diba totoo? Sana, kung talagang na- bigay natin yung buhay natin sa Panginoon at surrendered tayo sa kingship ni Jesus. Hindi ba totoo na nababago unti-unti yung buhay natin? And it's those small changes na minsan din natin napapansin. And again, similar with the mustard seed, leftover time magugulat ka, lalaki to. And it's those small changes that can make an impact to the world. Minsan sinasabi natin yung mabait naman ako eh, so ano pang problema? O oh, hindi ako kasing sama ng ibang tao but it doesn't end there. Etong nakatabing dough na to, sabi doon, kaya siya in three measures. Sabi ng mga ibang scholar, itong three measures na to, sapat para magpakain sa 100 people. Ibig sabihin, hindi lang siya para sa sarili. Nung nag-bake, ang kaharian ng Diyos ay hindi lang para sa pangsarili natin na kagustuhan, pero dapat ito ay makapekto sa paligid natin. If we want extensive growth, we need internal transformation. Gaya ng mustard seed at itong leaven or yeast, it starts small, It looks insignificant. Mukhang di naman to napapansin. Mukhang wala naman to epekto. But over time, it will grow. And it will transform. First us, but also everything around us. Small contributions and small changes can make an impact in our world. If we want extensive growth, we need to have internal transformation. Narinig na natin to eh. Kung gusto natin baguhin ang society natin, ang mundo, dapat magsimula tayo sa pamilya natin o magsimula tayo sa sarili natin. Marami ng teachings na ganyan eh. What makes this special? The difference is the reason behind why we want to change. Iba sa ating gusto lang natin magbago kasi for our better good, to be a better version of ourselves. But when it comes to the Bible, sabi doon, the reason why there needs to be a transformation or a redemption is because that is the mission of God. Ang mission ng Panginoon ay hindi lang para ligtas ka, pero para baguhin at ibalik ang mundo sa original design niya. Imagine this, the paradox of Christianity. I'm reading a book right now, no? Um, ang pangalan ng libro ay Dominion. Gawa to ng isang, I would say, hindi siya Christian author, historian, Tom Holland. Sabi niya doon, no? Tinitingnan niya yung history at iniisip niya, bakit kaya sobrang passionate tayo para sa mga cause ngayon? Example, human rights, freedom, um, anti-racial uh, issues in our lives. Bakit kaya napaka-passionate uh, natin? And then he looked through history, particularly during the Greek and the Roman time. Para sa kanya, isa to sa epitome or isa to sa golden age of civilization development. At nagulat siya nung tinitingnan niya, nung panahon dati, para magkaroon ng peace o kapayapaan, 
nagagawa lang to sa pamamagitan ng digmaan. Bakit nung panahon dati ang edukasyon ay para lang sa mga iilan na elite? Bakit dati walang, walang human rights? Bakit dati normal lang na magkaroon ng, magkaroon ng sexual immorality? What made the society different? And why are we so passionate about the things that we believe are right? And he got surprised because when he looked at it, and the paradox of it is this, it's because of the life and teaching of Jesus Christ. Nung Roman world, pag mahina ka, pag weak ka, aabusuhin ka. Pag babae ka, pag bata ka, pag may sakit ka, o pag wala ka ng asawa, halos hindi ka na citizen, halos hindi ka na tao. And pag slave ka, tinuturing ka lang na isang bagay. But what changed? It's the paradoxical life and teaching of Jesus Christ. Blessed are the poor. The first will be the last. If you want to lead, you need to serve. The foolish things of the world to shame the wise. Neither Jew nor Greek, neither slave nor free, pero we are all one in Christ. All of those things are paradoxical in nature. Walang ganong teaching nung panahon ng Greeks at Romans. Sobrang ibang-iba to. At yung concept ng agape, unconditional love, ay grabe, saan nanggaling to? Humility, saan nanggaling to? It all stemmed from the paradoxical life and teaching of Jesus Christ. Who would have thought that a carpenter would launch a revolution that will change the whole civilization and the world. What do I mean? Some examples. No? Nasabi ko na kanina, no? yung mga babae, walang karapatan. Yung mga bata, walang karapatan. Yung mga walang asawa, mga widows, walang karapatan. And then, when the Christians realize them to take care for the weak, to love unconditionally. They were those people who realized may dignity ang tao. Mapalalaki man o babae, mapabata man o matanda. Because we are made in the image of God, therefore we need to have equal dignity and value. That's why there's human rights. At di lang yun, yung edukasyon na para lang sa mga mayayaman na realize sila, dapat mas maraming tao na makakita ng liwanag or light, which is also a symbol of knowledge and goodness. That's why, during that time, it's the monastic, okay, yung mga kumbento ng mga panahon na yun with religious backgrounds that has pushed education forward, not just for the elite few, but for everyone. These became the foundation of universities as we know it. Dati rin, pa nagkaroon ka ng anak na babae, okay lang na iwan mo lang yung anak mong yon. Normal lang sa panahon nila na may maririnig na umiiyak, tas babae yung anak na yun at walang mag-aalaga sa kanya. Because women are almost not treated as human beings. And then here comes Christian charity, love, and mercy. And they took them in widow, walang mga asawa, walang source of income, walang security. They brought them in. Orphans, kaya nagkaroon ng mga orphanages. They took them in. And then, when someone is sick, yung mga tao, either lalayo na lang sa kanila kasi baka mahawa pa sila, o di naman kaya yung medical uh, services para lang sa mga iilan na mayaman. But then here comes Christians coming there and trying to take care of the sick. Eventually, these gave birth to hospitals. Alam nyo ba, nung mga around 1700s lang naman, na nahiwala yung institusyon ng hospitals sa church, 
na ipinasa na lang ng church sa mga private institutions but ever since that time it's always been the church that takes care of the sick when no one else takes care of them did you also know that 78% of Nobel Peace Prize recipients were Christians because we're thinking how we can serve the poor alleviate suffering bring justice take care of those who are left out yun yung paradox nito sa lahat eh pag mahina ka pag weak ka Mamahalin ka pa rin ng Panginoon. And it all boils down to the paradox of the cross. During that time, the cross is a symbol of power, of suffering, of pain, and death. But because of what King Jesus, the Messiah, did, itong ganitong symbol na to, ginamit niya, at ngayon, ito isa na siyang symbol ng pag-ibig, ng pag-asa, ng humility, at power. Power in a different way. It used to be you have power when you abuse someone. But here in Christianity, yung turo at yung pamumuhay ni Jesus, you have power when you serve. You have power when you love. You have power when you love not just your friends and families, but even your enemies. This is a revolutionary teaching. This is a revolutionary way of living. And you know what? Thousands of years after the great Roman Empire, wala na, history lesson na lang siya. But Christianity is still growing up until today. Why? Because of this teaching that the kingdom of God may be a small mustard seed or a leaven. But left through time, it will grow. And it will make an impact, not just to the Christians, but everyone else here in the world. Nag-aral ka ba sa isang university? Na hospital ka na ba? Na paglaba mo na ba yung karapatang pangtao mo? All of them were heavily influenced by Christians who saw the dignity of man, who saw that God is the healer and provider, who saw that God is a God of truth and reason and logic, logos. And they want as many people as possible to experience the goodness of God. Kaya pala sabi ni Lord na yung kingdom ni God parang ganun, small things. Small contributions, but it will make a change in our world. Because we live and serve a king who died so that he can live, who suffered so that he can love, who gave so we can receive. Because he did all of that, it changes our hearts. When you and I, no, pag na-experience natin tong paradox na to, napaka makasalanan ko, may evil at injustice sa puso ko, pero minahal pa rin ako ng Panginoon. It changes our hearts. It revolutionizes our hearts inside and then eventually outside. Parang leaven, okay, yung yeast, Unti-unti, pinapaalsa niya yung puso mo at, at dahil dito, maapektuhan mo yung mga tao sa paligid mo. When you experience this paradox, whenever you are faced with evil, you know you do not fight evil with another evil, but you will overcome evil with good. You know that you won't move in hate, but you will move in love. You know that you will not let bitterness have a root in your heart, but you will abound in forgiveness. Pag na-experience mo yung paradox nung ginawa ni Jesus para sa buhay mo, doon mo makikita, ay Lord, ito pala yon At ito pala yung gusto mong mangyari sa paligid ko. Ngayon, meron pa rin bang injustice sa mundo natin? Yung healthcare facility natin, pang lahat na ba? Yung education, is there education for all? The answer to all of that is no. 
And as we see in our world today, marami pa rin injustice, marami pa rin hindi nakaka-avail ng healthcare services, marami pa rin hindi nakakakuha ng edukasyon, even in our modern day time, at marami pa rin mga social issues in our world today, and it looks like it's bad. But believe me, if you study history, we are better off. It's because of the paradoxical teaching and life of Jesus Christ. Sabi sa 1 Corinthians 1 verses 22 onwards, Miracles ang gustong makita ng mga Jews. Wisdom o husay naman sa pag-iisip ang hinahanap ng mga Greeks. Pero pinipreach namin ang Christ na pinako sa krus na hindi matanggap ng mga Jews at walang kwenta naman para sa mga Gentiles. Pero para sa mga tinawag ng Diyos, mga Jews at Gentiles, kay Christ nakikita ang kapangyarihan at talino ng Diyos. That's the paradox and the power of Jesus Christ. Para sa ibang tao, eh wala namang kwenta yan. Para sa mga ibang tao, napaka makaluma naman yan. Para sa mga ibang tao, sige nga, pakitaan mo muna kami. But the answer to that is this. It's Jesus Christ dying on the cross, living a paradoxical life, teaching a paradoxical life, and offering a paradoxical good news para sa atin. Sinners, pero minahal ng lubos ng Panginoon. Marami pang injustice, marami pang hindi nakaka-avail ng healthcare at, uh, uh, at lahat ng mga bagay na yun, edukasyon, and all those things. Marami pa. Pero habang inaaral ko to, no, I just can't get by the phrase, when it has grown. At dun sa 11, hid till it was all. When it has grown and hid till it was all. And it gets me reminded, reminded no? Nagsisimula ngang maliit. And there is a time factor into it started off small and waited for it to grow. At isa naman, uh, they hid until it was all leavened. May, may time factor. And I believe for some of us here, especially if you are a student, particularly if you are 21 years old and below, ngayon iniisip natin parang pag tumingin tayo sa social media natin, parang ang daming nangyayari, tapos parang gusto mong lumaban, gusto mong pumula, gusto mong mainis, gusto mong magalit, gusto mong magpost, gusto mong magrant, and all of those emotions are totally valid. But I can't help but think about that line. Hid. Wait until it has grown. Could it be that God is doing something in our hearts today? That He is birthing something new, na yung kingdom ni God ay unti-unting may ginagawa at binabago sa puso natin. Napakadaling mag-overflow sa hate, sa muhi, sa galit. Pero it takes time for the love and the grace and the mercy and the knowledge of God to grow in our hearts. And I want to encourage you right now, if you are a student, there's nothing wrong with standing up for what you think is right. But let me ask you, mas naiimpluwensyahan ka na ba ng labas kaysa ng Diyos? What leavens your heart? Ano ang nagpapaalsa sa puso mo? Yung mga bagay ba sa salabas o yung salita ng Diyos? I want you to use this time as an application. Use this time to get to know God more. Mas magbasa ka ng Bible. Magugulat ka maraming sinasabi si God about the issues that we see in our world today. And I want to encourage you, kung talagang passionate ka para sa mga issues na yun, I want to encourage you, start reading and digging through the Word and you will see the character of God, the love of God, and you will see how the kingdom of God works. I want to challenge you. Read your Bible. Spend more time. Get to know God more. Because the time will come that whatever is planted in our hearts, it will grow. At kung ang nilagay natin ay muhi, galit, 
fake news, at lahat ng mga yun, yun yung tutubo sa buhay at sa puso natin. At yun yung magiging effect natin sa paligid natin. Pero ang paniniwala ko, pag naglalagay tayo ng salita ng Panginoon sa puso natin, when we let the kingdom of God grow in our hearts, over time, when it has grown, hidden, Okay? Until all of our lives are shaped by it. When it grows at pag umalsa na to, then it's our turn to lead. It's your turn to lead. And my prayer is that you will lead with the Word of God and submitted to the kingship sa pagiging hari ng Panginoong Heso Kristo. If we want extensive growth, we need to have internal transformation. It starts with you and me. This is how God's shows His love for us by changing us and by planting us back into the field as agents of the kingdom. And one last question as we end. Malamang sa malamang karamihan sa atin dito na nanonood dito ay hindi pa naman tayo na-exposed sa virus ng COVID. We may not have been exposed to the virus but I believe the virus has already exposed something in our hearts. Ano yung mga ine-expose ngayon ni Lord sa puso mo? Some of them good, some of them bad. If it's good, I want you to build it up. If it's wrong and it's bad, it's time to repent. And I want to take this time to pray for you right now. Lord, pinapanalangin ko po yung bawat isa sa amin na nanonood ngayon. Lord, I pray even today that you will uproot things that does not belong to you. And Lord, I pray even today, God, that you will give us a passion to know you more. Na mas makilala ka, na patubuin itong tinanim mo sa puso namin, Lord. Napaalsahin yung puso namin ng mga tamang bagay. Lord, I pray even today, God, give us strength once again. Lord, we also want to take this time to we also want to take this time to say sorry sa mga pagkakataon na nakakalimutan namin kung sino ba talaga yung hari sa buhay namin. Sa mga pagkakataon that, that, na ina, pinapayagan namin yung mga ibang paniniwala na pumasok at humubog sa aming isip at puso. Lord, we are sorry for letting other things shape our beliefs. And Lord, we pray that we will submit ourselves and our hearts to you and that we will see indeed God, the kingdom of God, may start small, but it will make a lasting impact. Lord, bless us. Lord, protect us. In Jesus' name, amen and amen.